Chicago International Airport. The time is 3 a.m. when the passengers from New York City finally land and make their way into the concourse. Among the families, businessmen, and college students ready to get home and sleep is a young man towering over the sea of people lumbering for the exits of the airport. He looks tired, worried, and ready to find peace. His journey isn't complete. He has another flight in three hours, so he searches for a place to rest in this barren wasteland. Seconds turn to minutes. The fear of being mugged in his sleep keeps him barely awake barely conscious, so he makes his way to the only place that might bring him privacy, the only place in the airport which could possibly bring him sanctuary, the only place in that forsaken building that might... Everyone has a story to tell. We have a bottle of wine and an ear to listen. Welcome to Anecdotal Dote. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anecdotal Dote, the podcast that celebrates the stories and storytellers in all of us. I'm John Seidenberg, the guy who once named a pet chicken after a girl he was in love with. <laughs> And joining me, as always, this evening is my friend, Laura Arnold. Friend? Question mark? I like, mean, you I don't feel, know? I feel like it's uh, an upgrade from assistant. Yes. In, like, life in general, yes. Yes. I'm glad that you view me as a friend and not just an assistant. That is true. You How- did not get me coffee this week thus far. And the week is over, so you've been fired from that job, I guess. <laughs> but also, I did get you chicken nuggets today, though. You did? Oh my god, that's so great. <laughs> Those chicken nuggets filled my soul. Um, oh, that's so sad, because I talked about, I named that pet chicken after her girlfriend. <laughs> I, she, didn't, she didn't make it far enough to be a chicken nugget, though. There was the chicken a s- or the girl? Yes. I don't I actually don't know what happened to the girl, but the chicken uh, the chicken was in a chicken barn or a little chicken hut. I know a lot about chickens. Like a coop? Yeah, that's the word. Was it a chicken coop? And a storm hit and collapsed and killed all the chickens. Oh my god. Yeah, and the sad thing was it wasn't my chicken coop or my chicken. It was um it was a family friend of ours. They had like this farm. I liked this chicken. And I was like, I'm in love with this girl named April, so I'm going to name this chicken April. And so they let me name the chicken April. And I, I like, wrote a musical uh, uh, about a guy. We performed it on, they had a pool in the backyard that was an above-ground pool. And the pool had, like, broken. Like, the actual pool part had broken and collapsed. So there was basically just this deck that was a perfect stage. So we would perform this musical that I made up about April the Chicken. And uh, we would, ho- I would hold, uh, April would let me hold her and pet her. She was real sweet. And then she died. <laughs> oh my God. End of story. <laughs> Great start to this That's week's episode. so devastating. You're, so, uh, t- you're telling me. <laughs> and then we transitioned to the chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, okay, circling back, I am not your assistant. No, I guess not. I am not the assistant to you. Uh, no. I am... You are my partner in crime. Thank you. You are my, um, um, you are the, uh, the sidekick to the superhero. No. No? Okay, if you were to do it in superhero terms, where would you see us? I feel like I'm Black Widow to, like, Tony Stark. Well, you do realize she's a secondary character in the first okay, appearance listen, that she makes. Black Widow does not get the time that she is worth. That is very true. She is... She's a, one of my favorite characters in the MCU. She is such a badass. Honestly, she's the stage manager of... Um, for those of you who are doing a drinking game of the number of times Laura <laughs> says the word stage manager... You may be sloshed if you're binging these episodes. Shut up. What is today's theme? Travel. Travel. Ooh, I love to travel. Have you traveled much? Um, Not as much as I would have liked to at this point what in my life. What states have you been to? Oh, golly. Or okay. countries? Well, I... Uh, have spent majority of my life in Wisconsin, and now I'm living in Maine. Big leap. Yeah, so that's there's that. Uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Maine, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois. Utah. Utah. I think I was mostly in Maryland. You know, it's funny. I'm going to sound real dumb right now. It's wherever, um, whichever state Arlington Cemetery is technically in. Virginia, I believe. Okay, so it was Virginia. I think I've been in Maryland, but not Maryland. I wouldn't know the difference. That's too far north. What? Maryland. You thought Arlington was in Maryland? Washington, D.C. is between Virginia and Maryland. Is that true? Yes. Okay, I'm pulling the map Washington, D.C. is its own district. I'm aware of that. That lands on the border. Is that true? So if you are outside of the actual city... You are in either one of those two states. Those are your options. Okay, I'm learning something real scary right now. Which is? I didn't know Washington was that close to the coast. Oh my gosh. I've been to Washington. Um, you're right. It is just south of Maryland. Just, and just uh, north of Virginia. So, did not know that. Legitimately did not know that. I thought it was closer to the coast, or closer to the center of... I thought it was closer than it actually was. I did not realize that till just now. Well, you learn something new every day. That's true. Thank you for that education, You're Laura. welcome. This is why you are the partner in crime. She just air pumped like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I got the title I've been working for. <laughs> As we've said before, I've been to... Oh, God. The majority of the states? I've hit over half of the states um i've also been to canada and mexico i'm hoping to oh i drove through canada oh. from maine to wisconsin we took the canada route last oh, that's cool. year i went to france um i did a tour from south of southern france uh we started in nice we did a day in monaco they have their own prince the I prince of monaco um he contacted me on email and said that he needed help um, and that I should give him my bank account so he can transfer from <laughs> some funds. I did, and I never heard anything back. Are you broke now because of it? I am. I've had to take out several major credit cards. <laughs> because that was a scammer and not actually the Prince of Monaco? Um, well, 
from the limited knowledge I have of Monaco, I feel like they've fallen on some hard times. Really? It may have been... Monaco is, like, one of the richest places. That's where, like, um... You're really bad at improv. (laughs) Sorry, I was supposed to do the yes and. I I literally, the only thing I know about improv is yes and. (laughs) That's the part you messed up! We are so excited to welcome this week's guest to the podcast. Susanna McLeod is currently starring as adult Alison Bechtel in Penobscot Theater's hit production of Fun Home. An esteemed performer, Susanna has worked throughout the country as an artist of many facets. Welcome to Anecdotal Dote, Susanna. Oh my goodness. Thanks for having me. Esteemed. I don't... <laughs> but I appreciate the warm welcome. <laughs> well, we have seen you perform, so we can definitely clarify that it is esteemed as an artist. Oh, I appreciate that. Jeez. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> No, it's good. Just keep praising me. It's great. No. That's actually why we asked you here today. Oh, good. Just, we, so we can fangirl all over yeah, you. Literally. That's it. Wow, I have not experienced that before. <laughs> um, so just from looking through, I've done a little bit of creeping on you mm. from Facebook, your um, bio, end of list. And so um, it's your second time playing adult allison is that right it is yeah yes so one thing i've because i've directed a show twice in two different situations but i've never been an actor in a show twice so what is that like to to kind of like rediscover a character through the lens of of two different directors two different visions totally um this is actually my first time doing it oh okay doing the same role twice and my first experience with Fun Home was really incredible. Um, so I was nervous to do it again. I was worried that it wouldn't live up. And um, I have been very pleasantly surprised. I think that this piece lends itself so well to just really diving in full force. And this role is so much about just watching and taking in what other people are doing. So having new people to watch keeps it fresh. And the work that my fellow castmates are doing is fabulous. And so it certainly has been um, a joy to get to do it again. Do you feel like you've learned anything more about Allison doing it again? It feels deeper. It feels... The first time I did the show, I um, I had briefly met Beth Malone at a thing in Colorado who played the role originally on Broadway. And um, when I got cast, I actually reached out to her on Facebook and was like, hey, I got cast in this role. I'm really excited about it and want to do it justice. Could I pick your brain about how to do that best? And she was like, absolutely, call me. And she talked with me for an hour and a half on the phone, which was incredibly generous. And I was just like, oh my God, what? I'm talking to Beth Malone right now. (laughs) Um, Fangirl geek out, yes. Um, But she, you know, she kind of made the point of this is not a presentation, it's a meditation. Mm. And I thought Mm. that that, that the way that she described that was was perfect. And so 
you know, I tried to do that. I also tried to do the 10 pages of notes of other things that she told me to do with the role. (laughs) In our discovery of your website and (laughs) everything else, um, you are not only an esteemed performer on the stage. I can't with the word esteemed. (laughs) (laughs) But you are also an exemplary photographer and videographer. <laughs> all um, the words. <laughs> we we watched all of pretty much everything on your website. Oh, God. Pictures, videos, everything. When it comes to photography, is there any like particular, um, like like is there a particular thing that you love to to photograph most? People. People. Okay. Just, what kind of people? Just people. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Don't no, laugh at my questions. He just he asked me what kind of people. No, <laughs> no, I I find people to be fascinating. I think mm. it's why I'm an actor, and I think it's what draws me to photography too. I think that trying to capture the essence of a person in a still photograph is really fun and quite a challenge what is your favorite place that you visited Ooh, that's a good oh one. my gosh uh, I, I wrote the question but i'm so glad you asked <laughs> my favorite place i've visited oh that's hard i i love to travel travels probably behind theater and photography or maybe on par with them in terms of things i like to do with my life so um Probably the UK as a whole, but I think it's beautiful and kind of, I mean, from both Scotland and Ireland. um, And our international podcast listeners, there's your shout out. (laughs) We are international now. We're international, going abroad. (laughs) We have like two. Shut up! They don't need to know that. You can edit that part out. To international listeners? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hi, listeners. <laughs> I'm impressed that you have listeners at all. That's great. I mean, not that you're not doing great work, but I'm just saying, like... We do have more than two listeners, but two of them are international. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> now to our main segment, the anecdotal dote. Here's how it works. I have selected a random word that only I've seen... Your job is to tell a true story based on that word and our theme of travel. Okay. Are you ready for your word? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Your word is airport. Airport. Okay. Um, I was on a family trip. in 2005 and total side note i like came out to my mom on the train on the way to the plane to go to scotland on this trip total side note just for a little context (laughs) um and we were in glasgow and had had a, a pretty okay time in Scotland, considering my parents were processing some news about me. <laughs> and we, like, got up early and packed up our bags and went to head to the airport and got there and discovered when we went to check in that we were at 
the wrong airport, that there are two airports in Glasgow, and we had gone to the wrong one with our rental car that we were supposed to return. So my dad, in his uh, trying to do the manual transmission, which he's not used to doing, and driving on the wrong side of the road, we, like, rushed to the other side of town to try to make our actual flight. And somehow, miraculously, we made it, and it was lovely, and... (laughs) We flew back to the States and didn't miss our flight. I don't understand how that happened. Okay, I've got one. Oh, boy. Of course I do. Yes, let's do it. Okay, so my uh, inspiration, I was returning back from a six-month tour with a children's theater. I'm sorry, a what? A six-month tour. I'm sorry, if I was Wisconsin, I'd say tour. (laughs) I was a six-month tour. Um, with the children's theater and I was very tired and I was, um, ready to go home and I was supposed to go to New York to Chicago to Cincinnati, which is where I was at. And I missed the first flight. So they booked me on a ladder flight to go from Cincinnati to Chicago or from New York to Chicago to Cincinnati. And, uh, I ended up getting to Chicago at like two in the morning. So the next flight wasn't until like eight o'clock in the morning the next day. And so I show up by myself. I'm at that point. I was not an avid traveler. I'd traveled a couple of times, but I was not like used to being by myself in an airport. And I was petrified. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Do I stay awake? Do I fall asleep? I don't know what to do. So I go into the Chicago bathroom into one of the stalls. And I'm like, I'm just going to sit in the bathroom, maybe doze off for a couple minutes And then go to my airport terminal to go home. And so it's like 2.30 in the morning and I'm sitting on the floor in the stall of this bathroom in the men's room, like dozing off. And I wake up to feeling something on my side. And this person, I don't know who it is, but this person is reaching underneath the stall next to me, grasping at me, grabbing at me. And I wake up and I'm like, oh, what's going on? And then the hand disappears. And then I hear as the person runs out of the bathroom. What? And I was like, what just happened? And then it was only like an hour later. And then I spent the rest of the night just standing in the corner of of the airport, the Chicago airport, being like, who just attacked me? What is going on? I'm going to die. I totally, my freshman year of college, the freshman class, the musical theater class of 2000, uh, was like, we would perform around Miami. This is at the University of Miami. And we had these like really ridiculous choreographed routines and there was, because it was Miami, there was a hurricane one year. And it was the first time after I'd gotten to school there that there was a hurricane. And my parents were like, no, 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 you're flying home. We're not going to let you stay there during a hurricane. And so me and a couple of my other classmates were at the airport getting ready to fly home to our respective places. But there was a hurricane coming. <laughs> so we're in the airport. And I remember like practicing our dance routine in the terminal of the airport <laughs> dorky musical theater life right there is like full on was it chorus line i get it 
Um, actually, if I'm honest about it, it wasn't Chorus Line. It was only in America. <laughs> and that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, subscribe. If you didn't like what you heard, still subscribe. Doesn't hurt us either way. It hurt you either way. What? It doesn't hurt you either. It doesn't way. hurt you either way. Reading. It hurts us. <laughs> um, it doesn't hurt you, but reading it does hurt, apparently. <laughs> Are you going to give that another try? No, I think that's good right where it is. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you like what you heard, share this podcast with your friends. I thought that said shave your podcast. <laughs> oh, who's the one that can't read now? <laughs> I did. <laughs> if you have a story inspired by our theme of traveling with the buzzword airport. airport. <laughs> Thank you, Susanna. You're welcome. <laughs> with the buzzword airport, let us hear it. Your story might be shared on a future podcast. Fill more audio submissions can be e- emailed to theanecdotaldote at gmail.com. Thank you so much to our guest, Susanna McLeod, for joining us this week, and thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>